Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pride, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. The old guy from the famous Rob Charney show is here. And we're going to start with a, uh, a message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. They have online monthly game nights on Discord, so make sure you stop by their Facebook page for event times and dates. You can also grab a free quarantine version of the game straight off their website. Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And this just in from our sponsor, there's a game giveaway uh, that's coming this month or next, I think it's this coming month. If you join their game, then game night on Discord, see their Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for links to join their Discord channel and play the game. Hmm. Cool. So it's right. it's been kind of, I don't know, it's been kind of a weird news week. Like there's the, just so kind of a grab bag of what I got. There's a Japanese biker revealed to be a 50 year old man. And he was using a, a face, the face app, you know, it can turn your, you know, this fake, this the IA fake, uh, face programs that are out there could be a real problem. I, the NSA actually came out with a bulletin, uh, not too long ago, uh, saying that, uh, deep fake on, uh, facial profiles could be an ongoing problem with face recognition and security. So there, there was a uh, mom and daughter, I guess, that used a uh, deep fake to kick her uh, rival off the um, cheerleading team. Mm. I just ran across that article. Huh. Um, there's interesting. You know, we were talking about uh, a few of us about. Uh, I think it's my ancestry. Is it my ancestry? My yeah, heritage. Yeah, it's like, no, I think, isn't it my, my ancestry.com or whatever? No, it's not. I know it's not the ancestry.com one. It's a, it's one of the other ancestry sites has this new app that's out that you can actually use that'll take an old photo and give you about a four second animation, like the eyes moving or the mouth moving or head moving and something that's a little creepy. Huh. <laughs> it, it's, it's like the living photos in the Harry Potter universe, kind of but not as interactive-y. Yeah. Or maybe Disney's Haunted Mansion type of technology. Looking. R looking type of thing. Yeah, it's a little strange, but people are going like crazy for it. And uh, I meant to check it out. As a matter of fact, that was going to be on my list of things to talk about tonight, and I didn't. That sounds kind of fun. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. Get you in a lot of trouble, apparently. I guess. <laughs> or uh, how about Lemmy Kilmeister's ashes were put into bullets, then sent to his closest friends. Yeah, well. Wait, what? Lemmy Kilmeister. Who? Of Motorhead. Okay. Well, he's dead, so he was cremated. He's been dead for a long time. Yeah, he was cremated. Uh, his ashes were placed in the bullet ca uh, casings and sent them to some of his closest friends. Headbanger ball host Ricky Rackman shared a photo of his bullet today. Uh, while retired tennis champ Pat Cash showed one sent to Ugly Joe's kid, Whitfield Kane. What? <laughs> I agree. What? <laughs> I don't, it's, you know, it just seems like something, somebody who was like, you know, the pure definition of metal. Well, uh, okay. No. Huh. All right. I, I mean, come on. If they, if they made a, if they made a movie about two college, uh, a couple of stoners smoking their mixing, was it their friend's ashes and their weed and smoking it? I mean, it's not. Oh God. Yeah. I forgot the name of the movie. It's as stupid as it sounds. Bernie Sanders came out yeah. against uh, against Elon here. But Bernie Bernie said that uh, 
Elon's wealth is immoral. I love his comment on that. Did you see? Did you see his comment back on it? Was basically he builds resources to make uh, humanity multi-planetary, and he had. I thought it was a really good. Quip. Oh yeah, he came back actually. You know, not not Elon likeish. Let's yeah. put it that way. To yeah, he actually responded to Bernie very well. I thought I well well done. But it's like. You know, Bernie's saying, hey, we got to concentrate on Earth. Heck, heck with going to space. And it's like, Bernie, you're just living in the wrong time. <laughs> I mean, I'm the old guy. Bernie's really the old guy. Well, Bernie's like the true definition of, of like either somebody who, who, no, he's the only guy I know who truly successfully failed upwards. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> he didn't have a job really up until becoming a congressman. He was burning toilet paper rolls for, for heat. Which, by the way, I mean, if you're dirt poor and you got to do that, I'm, I'm, I'm totally for you staying warm. But what did Bernie do before he became a senator? Odd jobs. Is that right? From everything I've ever heard. Hmm. Wait, he worked on. Wait, wait he worked for what? No, that's dirty jobs. Job? Odd jobs. <laughs> he worked odd, odd jobs. jobs. All I heard was his jobs. I'm like, no, no. no. You work for Steve Jobs? Like, yeah, yeah. What jobs? Dirty jobs. Mike Rose uh, show's coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. He's uh, coming really? out another season. Yeah, they, there's been so many people clamoring for him to, to do some more. Of dirty jobs? Dirty jobs, yeah. That's that's cool because I know he's getting he's been getting a lot of crap on uh, Facebook. He's actually done a lot more comments on people's comments and sending them messages and stuff on Facebook. Enough that he, it sounds like he's becoming conservative. Like, I'm surprised his audience hasn't turned on him. It, it, it's kind of... Oh, he always has been. He just kept it on the down low. Or no, it was, just, it was kind of refreshing for him to... One of the reasons I like Mike Rowe, I don't always agree with his politics when he mentions it, but the totally for, hey, you know, I'm not a big fan of college, you know, yada, yada, yeah. yada. So yeah, I always thought that trade, was cool. Trades guy. Right. No, I understand. It was just just oh. funny. Hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, you know... I always enjoyed the show. I like actually, I like his new show too. I, yeah, I enjoyed the show as well. Yeah. He was a very big proponent of trade schools and just getting out there and working. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, exactly. He's like these jobs really need to be done, so get out there and work. Yeah. So you said you yeah, had some stuff so. to to talk about. I did. So I was going to bring up. Um, did you guys hear that? I, I guess we'll just go with Vladimir Putin is calling out <laughs> Biden. Oh, Vladimir, what did, did you, you do now? That? No, I I'm, okay. So I don't think I did. Really, neither of you have heard this one. This is an interesting uh, whole thing that's going on between the U.S. and Russia right now. Well, I know you have heard of this. Well, I do know that. So, um, uh, is it is it the issue where uh, Putin a uh, Biden called Putin a killer? And yeah, okay. So yeah, I did hear about this. So Biden called Putin a killer, and so what Putin did on Friday is straight out said, um, "I just thought of this now." This is a quote from him. I want to propose to President Biden to continue our discussion, but on the condition that we do it basically live, as it's called, without any delays and directly in an open, direct discussion. 
It seems to me that would be interesting for the people of Russia and for the people of the United States. Mm. They straight called them out to do a debate on live TV aired worldwide between him and Biden. Mm. And so Biden's response, <clears throat> hold on, I'm going to pull this up. And this was on uh, so the 19th. So on Saturday, Biden came out and basically said, I will get around to it eventually. <laughs> 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 so he said, I'm sure we'll talk at some point. Biden said, uh, when a reporter asked him about what his response was, but um, yeah, he basically said that Putin is a killer and demanded he pays a price. Hmm. See, this is this so, is why. Uh, yeah, I'm like, you don't want to really push the former head of the KGB. He was the head of the KGB for a reason. <laughs> you know, and this is funny. If if you had not said who had said that statement, and you asked people, who do you think made that statement? I bet 90% of them would have said Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole idea that Biden actually said this, it's, I mean, so, so, there are some supporters out there, their brains just kind of exploded. So, I, I see, this is when people are going to miss Donald Trump and his, his own, <laughs> you know, kind of orange, uh, orange, orangish way is, you know, I think it's a great idea him and I talking, don't you think it'd be grand? We would talk about all sorts of oh, things. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would take him about 10 and a half minutes to say a sentence, but... It would be a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, 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 you know. Yeah. So, but... Uh, yeah, I just I just don't see... I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Putin didn't challenge Bernie to, like, you know, sword fighting or... Bernie? <laughs> Not Bernie. I got oh, Bernie in the mind. Biden, uh, <laughs> you, you know, to some duel... That's that. That's oh. let's go back to 1652. That's trial by com, combat. Winner gets country. The ultimate death match. Great. It's like cyber jocks, except yeah. except with giant fighting robots for Alaska. You're getting, you know, that's funny. There's been let's tell you talk about that. Uh, there's been a number of people in America and in uh, UK specifically who have asked for a trial by combat because it's technically still in their law books. In in Britain, yeah, oh. yeah. Somebody yeah. asked for it for America recently too. No, I, I I'm kind of hoping at some point somebody well, says dueling was outlawed and even dueling was outlawed in Britain. So I'm not sure that. We're, anyway, that, that but, was a thing, but that it was outlawed. I just think it'd be funny if the judge says, "Yeah, sure, why not." <laughs> I What's just, the worst that could happen? You know, you, you could take out two scumbags at once. I just think it'd be funny. You know, the guy just brings out this like William Wallace, like, you know, long sword. You know, I, you know what? If all the strangest stranger things, I'd be for watching it. Why not? It's, it's not the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. You know, there's a movie yeah. back in the day that was kind of themed that same way. It's, it's the running man. So yeah, the whole idea <clears throat> is that disputes are taken care of by combat and, because the, the running man, and I was joking, by the way, and the, the worst thing I've ever seen, um, kind of. I There was the running man with was it Richard Dawson and Schwarzenegger where it was that game show. Yeah. Um, which is a great movie. Mm. 
Hold, great, I say great movie, great movie in the spirit of Real Flicks Reviews, where we said you can still have a very bad movie and still be good at the same time. Okay, they're, I'll accept that, because that, that, that is true. And, John, unless it's a movie cool You were the only one that really said that. Yes, because I'm right. <laughs> um, you can't no. tell me that, you, you know, you said you liked Redneck Zombies and all those movies, and it's a horrible movie. Those are fantastic movies. They are made to be that way. <laughs> made to be bad. It's a Schwarzenegger movie. They're made to be bad. Made to be bad. Yeah. Well, no. It's like Dolph Lundgren no. movies. Nobody's, nobody expects an Emmy-winning performance out of Dolph Lundgren. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, even though he's the smartest person I on mean, the set, still doesn't mean he's going to do be a great actor. Oh, okay. I mean, because he, but then he knows he's not a very good actor. Yes, but he's getting paid lots of money. Well, he was paid money. I don't know about lots of money. I don't think he was ever. If you do a multi-million dollar, it depends on how many moves you do per his year. His net worth is pretty high. For his acting career, his net worth is actually pretty high. My guess, uh, but and that's because he's also been wise with his exactly. Money I was going to say my guess with his IQ, the man knows how to invest. Well, don't forget though that yeah. the '80s was kind of his his big big thing. He did the Punisher movie, which was kind of a you know wasn't a big box office movie specifically, but he he did uh, he played a lot a couple of movies where he was uh, played a Spetsnaz. So he was in Rocky. He was in some pretty big movies worth, back in the day. He, play, he was in a yeah, lot of for his net worth. He's only eighteen million. So I mean, it's not high for an actor. Well, not but nowadays. For his career, for his career, yeah. That I mean, he's really not acting anymore. He wasn't in, as John was saying, it's not a lot of blockbusters, and even the blockbusters that they were, they weren't in a really high movie equity time, right? So I mean, well, let's be that's honest, pretty good. Hey, hey let's, let's millions, be, you can live let, very comfortably on that if you're not. Let, let's be honest. So for the time period, large. that's pretty good. It, Kirk Douglas only had sixty million, and isn't you know it, when he died, and he wasn't paid a great amount of money compared to actors now too. Residuals. So I mean that that, that uh, it's apples and oranges. Dolph Lundgren's IQ is one sixty. Yeah, he's a yeah. So yeah. he's considered a genius. Well. 130 is genius level, so he's way above that. He's a Mensa member. Well, so was I, but that didn't mean anything. <laughs> um, wow, so that's crazy. I know, you would Matt have never thought Damon's about it. IQ is considered 160. Yeah. yeah they're, they're in, there's a Matt few Damon, I wasn't expecting of all that. people, huh? Matt Him, Damon. I would have. Ben Affleck, I Frank wouldn't have. 130. Who? <clears throat> Friend, Frank. Uh, James Franco. Franco. Oh, James, James Franco. Franco. You well, know, I could see yeah, James Franco. I could see that, him. Let's, let's be know. honest. Uh, Matt Matt Damon, you could see being smart. Ben Affleck, yeah. you you would have been like, yeah, there's no way this no. dude has an IQ over no. 80. No, no, you know, they're just, you know. No, 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 no. What? This is bullshit. <laughs> so that's just a been tested at 160 ah come on i was just gonna come say on. sylvester you can't believe it huh it depends on where who, no. who reported that out you know, reported it out himself yeah. i could i could see that you can't make that many bad movies and get paid that much money without you know without being somewhat intelligent he was in porn come on he also wrote the Rocky movies, Demolition Man. I mean, but, that's he's okay. But these guys, I, I mean, you're saying okay. So, Elon Musk 
IQ is tested, tested at 155. You're saying Sylvester Stallone is 160. Well, what, what type of intelligence are you talking about? There's a difference, you know, in, in types of intelligence, though. All because, you're, all because you have 160 IQ doesn't mean you can be an engineer. Oh, okay, okay, that's true. I mean, so that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, every, there's a standardized IQ test that, like, Menza gives out. And, you, you know, if, it's, if everybody was to take that test, then you could say apples for apples and oranges for oranges. But, and this is a lot of, like, memorizing shit, too. Uh, you know what? It's a lot. When I took the test, it's a lot of, if you have a train going at okay. you know, 170 miles an hour and a bus going at 45 and the intersection is a mile and a half, you know, it's, it's those, those kind of puzzles that, you know, they're able to gauge. I've, I've met people that smart yet. They can't change a tire. So true. Uh, there, there has been that. It's like the professor in Gilligan's Island. You know the old joke: he can make a radio out of a bikini and a uh, and a coconut, but he can't fix a two foot hole in the boat. Yeah, exactly. But then the yeah, show would much. have been over with real quick. I mean, it was a fun show. This is true. Oh. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I I could see actors and actors, some actors and actresses being intelligent. If you told me Stallone <laughs> was well, if you told me Stallone, they're just like other people. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some. I you know what, Sylvester? Maybe you, just because. We see his persona that he brings out in the public doesn't mean that he isn't an intelligent man. I mean, he, he's, so, he's fairly wealthy. I mean, he knows how to do stuff. So who would you say would be the smartest person in Hollywood? I, I looked it up just to see. Oh, okay. So, you had a, so actor? Yeah, actor. Hmm. Uh, old actor or new actor? Just actor. Older actor. Older, older, actor. older actor, okay. Um, Everybody's like, all of a sudden, it's 20 effing questions. Yeah. <laughs> Male or female? Male. Of course. <laughs> Sexist, you pig. <laughs> no, no, just because he said older. <laughs> I mean, they didn't test the women back <laughs> I don't know. Could be anybody. It so certainly isn't John Wayne. So you're saying that she so. was she she was a victim of the cou casting couch. You're sexist. That's what... I'm not going there. Uh, James Woods. Oh. James Woods IQ is in between the range of 180 to 184. You know, I wow. Now that you mentioned that, I had forgotten about reading about how incredibly intelligent that man is. Um Yeah. Yeah. He, he disappeared. He came out conservative and they just basically stopped whatever he was doing. What is he doing? I mean, he hasn't been in a movie in Twitter. <laughs> That's where I see him. Uh, no, I mean, the only ones that you really see him in is Family Guy. Uh -huh. He's on Family Guy quite often. Playing himself. And uh, they even have the, the James Woods High School is where they go. <laughs> so, uh -huh. I mean, right. That's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, I'm sure he's yeah. doing, um, uh, hopefully he's I mean, doing he's well. having fun and he's retired. So as far yeah. as I know, so, but yeah, I was, Kind of surprised to see that it was that high. I mean, that's higher than um, quite it, a lot of people. It's actually. way up there. Well, it's, it's higher than Einstein. So think about that. Yeah. 
Einstein so. is 160. Yeah. So. See, I still think there's too much. Yeah. I think there's still too much focus on, you know, like the, the IQ test versus what they actually can do. Uh, there's yeah. been the argument. I can't argue with that. Yeah. There, there's been that argument for, for, for a long time. And, it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, as far as it's a baseline to go off of, doesn't mean you're going to be successful in life. Just means because there's a, a whole ton of very smart people. That probably could, could score very high in the IQ test that just can't make it in society in a regular life and hold a regular yeah. job and, and, and do what else. So they, it doesn't, doesn't mean just because you have a high IQ that you're going to make a, a fortune. So trust, just me. trust me, I know firsthand. <laughs> it doesn't mean uh, anything because you got to deal with people so dumb that sometimes you just can't, uh, <laughs> you can't take it. I, in the corporate world, I had to deal yeah, with people yeah. that were so just, it just the head of, you know, above you kind of like, I just can't believe you said something that stupid, but okay. So yeah. did you hear, I um, mean, it just kind of shows how you can uh, retain and absorb information really is all it's about. To a degree. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause I guess if the, how much, I get, uh, is there anything on there that's like practical skills? Like, you know, my, 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 so it's supposedly there's, there's a, a, like the old guy, for example, knows a guy who can looking at, looking at pictures and taking a couple of dimensions can, can reproduce something almost one-to-one, -one, like that level of brilliance, but get, put him in a room full of people. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's more awkward than a fish out of water, you know? I, yeah. But I think the person you're talking about, to be honest, is slightly on, on the scale. Uh, his IQ is ridiculously high, but I think he's Asperger's. And so socially, he's so awkward that, that no matter how high your IQ is, it makes it very difficult for you to interact with normal day-to-day. -day. So kind of like Rain Man. In, to a, in a way, yes. Mm -hmm. Not quite that severe, but yes. Uh, but, I mean, he's mm -hmm. been very successful. He's, you know, he's, he's basically a programmer, and he knows he's, he doesn't have to work in a an office full of a bunch of other people and try to fit in because he wouldn't, you know, and, uh, but yet he's very nice. You've probably polite. received a lot of spam. So, and that too, Mark, <laughs> there's a guy I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't remember his name because my notes, he wasn't on there. A guy by the name of Mark Rober. You may know him from all these morning talk show, uh, guy talk shows and other stuff is the guy who makes glitter bombs. Oh, yes, yes, but, yes. So what he does is okay, yeah. he started doing it because of package thieves. So he made this really fancy box that, that has multiple cameras, GPSs, it does oh, it's glitter amazing. bombs I, and all I, sorts of I things. I watched a couple of YouTubes. So yeah. there, there was one released. <clears throat> I actually don't see the release date, but I just recently saw it. So I'm assuming it's within the last month. His, the, the, the headline is Glitter Bomb Trap Catches Phone Scammers Who Get Arrested. Huh. So he hires a PI... And it contacts these YouTubers who actually their goal is to screw with scammers so that like he'll actually get control of their, their, the, their computers and do all sorts of stuff to them. And so using a couple of these guys was able to actually arrest some of these mules. Mm. Like basically they get the money and they have to like, you know, the, the, some people like FedEx the money and then they'll turn that, that FedEx money into a money order, et cetera, and send it overseas. Right. So basically this was the guy trying to get like the captains, like the, the main people who get all this money. He actually gets a couple of, uh, actually gets at least one arrested. And this, he's dealing with, like the FBI department of Homeland security. There's, there's a footage in here that the, there's a number on the bottom of the box. The cop calls the, 
that calls him and, and basically saying, dude, this is awesome. You know, basically saying this is an awesome piece of uh, equipment you bought. Um, I recommend watching it because it's hilarious. My favorite yeah. scene in this whole thing is this, this chick who gets caught cause she has this very fine glitter. He, apparently he finds the finest glitter you can find. That you can never get out you of never, anything. And it's covered in her, right. clo- it's, it's, it's covered in her clothes. And the cop goes, um, and he kind of knows about the whole thing. He's like, Oh, so what's that? You know, what's with all the glitter? And she's like, you know, <laughs> and she tries to like flirt her way out of it. Um, I, you guys got to watch it. It's, it's uh, well, something to watch. Something good. Okay. How about pet peeves? I have a pet peeve. My most recent pet peeve. I got chill, but I, the, the biggest one recently. Dell computer. Been, no. You were pretty pissed off and we have a Rob's rant about that. Yes, we do. And, what was the, what's the most recent computer I bought? The Dell. All right, so I can forgive. <laughs> no, shot in Freud's finest, ladies and gentlemen. I did shoot it. Sorry, <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, but that's you know, water under the bridge. Uh, latest pet peeve. So, do you guys buy bottled water? Probably not. But I just I, you know, I do. Yeah, depending. Do you buy? All right. So, I mean, it's almost impossible to live in this world without buying bottled water to a degree. I mean, if you've got a grab something to drink in your car or whatever so it seems to me that they are trying to get the plastic thinner and thinner and thinner and so thin to agree to a degree that when you unscrew the bottle cap you make a fountain (laughs) yeah and it's just it's starting to piss me off because now i'm not shopping for just the flavor of the water or what the water may be i'm shopping to make sure that the bottle doesn't feel so flimsy so now you're becoming you're like that old lady who goes there and squeezes the oranges now, now squeezing you're squeezing the water, the water bottles, bottles. yeah <laughs> i mean it's absolutely ridiculous i can say sir uh, sir stop molesting the water bottles i mean come on <laughs> it's it just you know even my poor wife she's you know she said would you open this for for me because she's handling holding the bottle way out so that she knows the minute that top goes on it's going to be a fountain because you you literally cannot hold on to that bottle i see i don't understand that why do they do yet that but yet i swear the plastic on soda bottles have gotten thicker <laughs> i don't know i my my favorite all-time water now is a water called ph water and it's in this sturdy bottle that will probably last 600 million years <laughs> but I'm now I'm buying it because the bottle is just fantastic. It's so, the, so is this one of the signs you're getting old? You know, when you're younger, it's that 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 chicken hot skirt to uh, that you know with a low cut skirt to to now you're like, dude, I found this really killer <laughs> bottled water. That's exactly right. That's exactly I mean, that's, what it is. That that's the sign of getting old. <laughs> so go, go I, from you go, you go from I have that pinnacle. Well, I am in the old guys. Uh, you go well, from driving a water you're drinking again ph water ph water it's called ph water okay yeah he's so writing it down fda the fda just actually released a warning three days ago against real water yeah which is yeah. another brand of water uh, about for hepatitis yep hepatitis and water uh yeah. it, it, there was uh a bottling plant that apparently had an outbreak and it actually i don't know how how it transfers to the water and the yeah. bottles but it did and then there's yeah. been a number of issues of there's one of the trends recently with water too has been minerals adding extra minerals into water and some of the minerals they've been putting into this water are not necessarily 
good for you. I know a number of years ago uh, they, they were going after like this water straight from streams that wasn't processed. It wasn't bleached. Right. It was basically like it's either going to kill you or you're going to get Montezuma's revenge. American style. Yeah, there pe- people will go will fall for some pretty crazy stuff, and I mean it's it was no different than um, a recently one of the bottled water companies. It was you know talking about their waters coming coming from mountain streams and all these things, and basically oh it was God. coming out of the city tap and the LA Water District. And uh, so they said, well, it's kind of true. It's like your 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 Mexican band story. So my, my mm-hmm. story in Mexico is uh, when I was traveling with a band in Mexico, and one of the stops was in Mazatlan, and we were in the hotel. And one of the things, of course, back in that particular time, and we're talking about 1970, um, the water in Mexico was not particularly safe to drink, and so we were always told to, you know, to drink. Basically, Coca-Cola was the, the safest thing to drink, yeah, it wasn't great with toothpaste. I can tell you that much, but but and they, it was almost pre-bottled water. I mean, I don't think in the 1970s, I'm not sure bottled water was ever a thing. So I, except for things like sparklets waters or Am, uh, Alhambra water that you see up here in Northern California, different types of water. Those, those big, you know, the guys would come with the five-gallon water bottles and come and put it, you know, once a week into your house and. Anyway, long story short, I was, you know, they were, they were saying in the hotel that, uh, they had bottled water service on each of the floors and you could go and, you know, get some bottled water and you could use it for brushing your teeth or whatever it may be. And then I happened to get up early one morning, I was looking down into the courtyard and I was watching how they were filling those bottles and they were just taken out of their tap. Uh, right there on the side. Of, it wasn't processed or filtered or anything. So the, so. the story about that is bottled, bottled water is a scam. Yeah, I don't agree. I, you know. It is. Um, <clears throat> Penn & Teller did a Penn & Teller's bullshit on bottled water. Yeah. And one of the things they do is they open this kind of fake restaurant where they have a bunch of people come in and try bottled water versus tap water right. versus water filled out of a hose. <laughs> right. Right. And um, they went around and nobody could really tell the difference. Yeah. And then on top of that, they went in and kind of did a whole thing on all the major bottled water companies. They didn't always go by which is which, but they found that most of them are just as good as the shit you're getting out of your hose. Mm -hmm. To a degree, I, I... because the your public water systems have to meet meet a certain standard. I mean, yeah, you know, so doesn't surprise me. Uh, drinking out of the hose, I as a kid, you know, like my dad would have rolled over, you know, in his grave now, knowing that you know people are paying what they're paying for bottled water because you know you need a drink. There's a hose. <laughs> You got your when yeah. you're out playing. I mean, I never once thought about not doing that. You, you, because you know, you, you would have been like, "Hey, Dad, I want to go buy some water." Wow, yeah, right. what was that song? <laughs> yeah. That's he. He gives you that 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 uh, that smack that like makes you kind of blink and restart. Well, you know, you go the far that that far back. The, the whole idea of buying bottled water was not not in their lexicon at all. It was just like what bottled what? Yeah, the only thing <laughs> that the only thing that came in bottles was juices yeah. and soda. Yeah, so. Pretty, pretty funny. So that so, that's my number one pet peeve for, for this week. Um, 
No, nah, my pet peeves are still the same, people. <laughs> so James is uniquely persistent. He doesn't in his... change. He's got the same pet peeve. I, I, you know, I try to come up with a new one every week. So. Oh no, you, you guys I still have another. Well, one I too. mean, the cause and root of all my pet peeves come from people. So I mean, twenty years ago, you <laughs> twenty years ago, you asked James, "What's your your biggest problem?" We said people. Yeah. A minute and a half ago, James, what's your biggest problem? People. people. Well, he's not wrong. He's not right either. So, uh, no, I'm completely right, John. You're completely wrong. That's it's all relative. Um, so, did you guys hear about the mass shooting? Or, well, it's not confirmed that it's a mass shooting yet. Uh, but at the Boulder, Colorado grocery store? Yeah, I try to stay away from that stuff. It just. Yeah, I'm curious as to how this is going to turn out because I'm still not seeing reports as to how it's ending. Well, yeah, I just, I, I, I want to get all the information before I ever look at that stuff anymore because exactly. one person's mass shooting is another person's, you know, anybody being shot at all is a horrible, terrible thing. Don't get me wrong about that. But what, what's the definition? Active shooter. <laughs> okay. So active shooter active just shooter. means somebody shooting right now. And when you go mass shooting, here's, here's the problem. What's the number? What does mass equal? Two? Yeah. Three? Five? Yeah. Well, where does it become a math, you know, so there's a number of terms used in, unfortunately, this is a show. So just like any show, but not a news show. So a number of terms that they use and, and there's no reference to how they decide what it is. John's okay. got breaking news, apparently. So this is from the bastion of all knowledge, Wikipedia. A mass shooting is an incident involving multiple victims of gun violence. There's no widely accepted edition, definition mm -hmm. of the term mass shooting. The United States FBI follows the, 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 investi the, the Investigative Assistance for Violence Crime Act of 2012. The definition for an active shooter incidents and mass killings defined by the law as three or more people in public places. Based on this, it is generally agreed that mass shooting is whenever three or more people are shot, injured, or killed, not including the shooter so okay so they yeah. did come up with the number finally it's three or more according to this it's it's so uh, let's see the investigative assistance for violent crime act of 20 uh, 2012 so that's what yeah that's what they do so, say i certainly want to explain that to the families that lose the first and second two people in a shooting and guess what that's now now not a mass shooting realistically by saying something is a mass shooting, does it actually get you anything? I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's you not... get your headlines, no. and that's what they're looking for, okay. right? They, the whole idea is to let's get attention of the audience, and we use the word mass shooter. No, uh, I meant like, active shooting. Well, active um, shooting, I get, but I mean the mass shooter. Like, say, if there's two people who are who get shot, and news reports it and says uh, two people died by shooting, versus a mass shooting that says three people. I mean, it's it, it's just just for headline catching. It's not like when the, gov yeah, when the governor a, declares a state of emergency, it gives you something. I don't think so. I mean, so it's basically we've had some major. If 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 I was to use the word mass shootings, there have been a few major ones in this country that have taken place. That I guess even I would label as a mass shooting incident. You know, where unfortunately, you know, 50-some people died and over 175 people were wounded. And that's that's that would fit my definition as a, as a mass shooting. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt with that. 
and, and it's all and it's all tragic. But I, I so so basically, mass shooting is is just a, a headline term, it's, it's a, or or or, or, or it's no. Let me rephrase that. It's a it's a uh, it's a simple it's a simplified term boiled down for quick understanding. Versus if you say there was shooting with multiple people and yada yada versus mass shooting, everybody knows what mass shooting means. So I think with with anything, uh, trying to grab headlines, may it be whatever news service you name, any of the alphabets that you name or whatever, they want to be able to grab a headline. Why do they grab headlines? Because the more viewers, the, the more pay, the more revenue they're going to be able to make. So they have to come up with something that grabs people's attention. So it's a, it's a descriptor and, it, and a headline grabber. Absolutely, because if you just say it's straight, you know, oh, a shooting happened, people go, oh, well, that happens every day. But now you go, it's a mass yeah. shooting. And um, all of a sudden now you've got, oh, what? There's a mass shooting going on. And none of it's good. Don't get me wrong. I just, I am not trying to tell anybody in anybody's family that it's ever been involved with that, that it's, you know, obviously it's a horrible thing. But optics is everything. And in news, uh, catching those headlines has always been the goal. Newspapers forever, way yeah. before even radio came out. Newspapers all fought for you know, the best headline, whatever headline you could read. Uh, Look up yellow journalism if you guys want to kind of oh a hint into God. that. <gasps> I agree. Oh, J that was James throwing his voice. <laughs> It's amazing how high pitched James can get his voice. I mean, he's he's like Jeff Dunham over there. Well, you aren't, know. You, aren't you so proud of me? <laughs> I was. That's pretty good, James. I, I did think your testicles right. dropped already, but you know. <laughs> oh, thanks. You know, and it's all this so time you didn't notice, Rob. You know, he, he he missed his chance. You know, I thought you know he said thought he was just a short order cook. Now it turns out he has a skill that he can he can sell himself at bar mitzvahs. Oh Lord. I'm sorry. It was a long day today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So that I had my past pet peeve and now we, we had definition of mass shootings. This is a Next. low energy. I should so have, this, this, I should this, have grabbed a Red Bull before this coming. This is not over. one of the better shows. I mean, we're, we've been a little, everybody's been a little beat up today. Let's just put it that way. So, we can change topics over to uh, Dr. Phil is now in trouble as well. Oh, what did Dr. Phil do now? Hold on. Well, we'll we got to well, think about this. We got to break. <laughs> do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. So, Dr. Phil, the quack is in trouble, huh? What did he do this time? Ooh, be careful what you say. Alleged uh, quack. Trying to pull up the actual <laughs> name of the ranch. So, Dr. Phil had this ranch that he would send people to. Oh. Okay. For uh, therapeutic? A troubled teen wilderness program that he was associated with. Oh, uh, okay. Associated. And so, do you guys remember the Cash Me Outside chick? Yeah. So apparently she was sent there, Daniela Bergoli. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, Turnabout Ranch in Escalante, Utah. Hmm. Now, um, she said she was basically kidnapped in the middle of the night, handcuffed at 13 years old, 
and um, put in a car and driven out there. This is part of the program that she was signed up for. Where was it located again? Utah. Um, But she decided to come out after another person, uh, Hannah Arculetta, accused these staffers of sexual assault. And um, said that there was hundreds of people in this program that were basically tormented, sexually assaulted, deprived of um, different things. I'm just looking at all this stuff. Uh, Like sleeping on a bed, eating food, uh, not being cold at this uh, ranch that they were basically trying to get them to... This is a reprogramming. What the hell is this? Is a re- yeah. one of those reprogramming? Well, it's like Paris sites. Hilton got sent to a uh, the uh, boarding school like that in Provo, uh, Provo, Utah. It's yeah. Provo Canyon School for for Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been around for a while, but, um, but I, I'm kind of. So this is a basically a group that Doctor Phil's been associated with, and that he sends his sends kids to when they're like, okay, this is part of how we're going to fix you. Um, but yeah, so he's in trouble over this as well as, I mean, it's more than one accuser saying that this is going on. So, so, so the, this is still recent. Yeah. This is not something he did in his past. Uh, this was, uh, put out, uh, today, actually, this article is released. Yeah, I saw the headline today. So, I didn't um, get a chance to read it. Hmm. Yeah, so Dr. Phil's like, uh, God, not well, and why do we kill? He's the one that's not actually a doctor. He's no, he's no longer a therapist. His license has either expired yeah. or um, it, he has a PhD, I believe. Yeah, but having a PhD doesn't mean you have the law. The, no, no, the you need ability. a license, yeah. but he doesn't. He doesn't ever lose his PhD. He's not an MD. Uh, he's a he's a, a uh, he's a mallard. Quack. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I would yeah. never say that. You don't I have, have to. I have no I liability with the show. <laughs> and I said allegedly that that you know. I, I, I don't trust him. I never trusted the guy. I'm always like, I I question your message. So, but so. is it is it that southern accent? Is his show still on the air? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So is it the southern accent? Because Jeff Foxworthy always said, always said people don't trust with you know like doctors with a southern, southern accent. accent. Uh, no, I just never trusted the guy. Well, it's like Dr. Oz. He's been like, you're kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah, I don't trust him either. It's like Dr. Oz. He's a legitimate doctor. He's like a, a cardiac cert cardiologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet he's been accused of mul- uh, uh, multiple times, of more than multiple times, of giving advice that's dangerous mm-hmm. slash and or lethal. He's had so. to retract some of the things, and some of the associations with companies and products has been questionable. Well, let's be honest. Uh, but he I'm was, not sure he's practicing anymore. I thought he was. He was for a while when the show started, but I think now is he, he became so popular, he, he was making uber money compared to being a doctor. Good for him. His liability insurance has got to be a hell of a lot oh, less. Yeah. I, but he's you know he's an Oprah he's an uh, an Oprah golden boy. I mean, let's be honest. Once Oprah makes you, it's really hard to screw up. You know. Mm. Because even now, Oprah still has a lot of stroke. I mean, she just had that interview with the former royal couple. Yeah, no, it was actually a very good interview, I'll be honest with you. They're I having to it. retract a couple of things because <laughs> people are going after him hardcore. There well. Was, there was an article. Uh, I saw uh, an article or headline talked about, no, they didn't really have a backyard thing. Um, 
uh, was it backyard wedding? There's a couple of things, but this is what happens. It's it's media, and you're talking against their royalty, and but they're, yeah, they're and not. That's it's the, the, and that's the point. And all those things were coming from Britain. Yeah. That was not U.S. press. That was the the, the typical you can't tab- trust Britain. tabloid press in Britain is terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that Americans care so much about like royalty. Oh, it's just fascinating. I mean, we you know we kick their butt, and so now we can just laugh at them, saying, "Ha, that'll teach you to keep the." king and queen where you were but i've i've gotten people actually offended going she's the queen you got, i literally this is a quote she's the queen you got to be more respectful it's like no offense in no. 1776 <laughs> i think it's just like <gasps> it's like and by and she was she was she was a native-born irish woman irish who immigrated to the united states yeah well i i've i've I don't know how common it is for an Irish or Scottish people to be very. She was Southern Irish. <laughs> Southern Irish. So she was the. Is that does that make her like the like? Is that comparable to like Southern? You know, so the people from the South in America. Uh, yeah, somewhere banjo playing. You know, uh, yeah. ding 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 ding. So or no, Scots Irish. They make their own whiskeys. Yeah, well, so oh, you like the, the Scots Irish? Nobody wanted them, so they came over here and went to uh, Appalachia. <laughs> yeah, okay, they did that. <laughs> they did that. Look up the Scots Irish. Uh, I know popcorn Sutton. Yeah, yeah. So good for them. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, well, I think the whole idea of about it, you know the, the the royalty and the the whole thing. It's just kind of, uh, as an American, I think it's kind of fun just to just to look at and just go, oh, okay. I mean, I have no reason to, to disrespect the queen, it just, but it, I don't think she's anything better than anyone else. I mean, I look at the royal family as some of my female friends look at shoes. That's cute. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 it's as fun, bad as I go. It's fun to watch and listen to, and you know, look at all the. The bickering about and find out you know when you start re- studying the royals it's pretty amazing how terrible <laughs> that they really yeah, are. I was say twisted uh, they are yeah i mean between all the incest that took place in some of it and some of the weird combinations of you know the a, an english queen or an english king and a spanish queen or a german prince and <clears throat> the british princess which we kind of have now uh, they don't. It's weird, weird stuff that went on. That explains why they, you know, they, that's that, an understatement, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> that that explains why the the future king looks like he could fly. I mean, he he looks like a Disney pachyderm. You know, when you studied the, the, I kind of really feel bad for Charles. Now, did he? Did he? Chuck. Did did he screw up majorly? In my opinion, multiple times, but. Man, what a what a shitty childhood that well, guy he's, had. Well, I mean, that, that's, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not a I'm not a defender, <laughs> but everybody screws up, and he's he's put in the worst light and light possible of being a royal family member. Oh yeah, and I, then whatever happened, then whatever happened with Diana, who she was incredibly loved, and he was yeah. seemingly despised. So yeah. I mean, nobody's nobody's been uh, put in a position after he went for Camilla. Yeah. So he was put in, he, I, I get that. I mean, I, I find it fun poking the bear a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, but see, I, I actually have empathy for Charles. I mean, I hate to say this, but I mean, uh, he, he was, I mean, if you look up his childhood and what the, this guy went through and his father, 
What a piece of crap that guy is. I hate to say it. Which one was it? Philip? Philip. Uh, he just, I mean, the, and, and I know there are probably plenty of British people listening to the show right now. They're going to be calling in. Fortunately, they're seven hours ahead of us. So. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Call and nobody's going to answer. Is there a that secret hour. number that I'm not aware of? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, nine one one. Yeah. But he, but, but Prince Philip was screwed around too. I mean, let's that, be honest oh, he, that everybody was a victim in that circumstance, except maybe the queen. And I don't know enough about her end. Cause I watched a special, I watched a special years ago, talk about what the Royal family did to him. The ba- Prince Charles. No, oh, to Philip. Philip. Basically, he lost everything. Like he, oh, yeah, he, he did. He lost his. He lost his ability to. And by the way, he he voluntarily did this. It, so well, that's 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 it's a choice. It's not like Prince Charles. So the living like Chuck. Live the life of luxury for the rest of your life. He gave up some things. Oh wow, you know <laughs> it's just like uh, it's terrible. But anyway, wow. Wah. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. That's my... Wah? Just, just wah. Forget it. You know, I'm so... I, I have no empathy for the guy. I really don't. Well, he's 91. He, he, you know, he's 99. Got, is he 99? Yeah. I think it was 91. No. Good genes on that, dude. God. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, he's... Look at his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Queen mother. Uh, um, yeah. Well, anyway, so I, as I was just trying to say that I have a little empathy for Charles because I just, you know, I, crappy, ch- you know, I, it may sound like it's a great life to live up coming up as <sighs> the, the prince, but my God, stuff that he had to go through is just, I would, would screw up anybody just to be honest with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be the musician and I wouldn't have want to be the person because that position, any, anything like that, especially if you've paid attention to history or any sort of fantasy fiction novels it never goes well for princes or princesses <laughs> look at game of thrones yeah. um it, I, in some respect that may be autobiographical uh, you know if you talk about uh, i don't know, you know it seems f- there are an awful lot of happy people in game of thrones after the fact <laughs> well they had plenty of fluffers so <laughs> <laughs> wow Hey, they started wow, it. Rob. They started it, not me. <laughs> and now James is going for the reach around. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the bluest episode of the Mad Trio show ever. Because everybody's really good tired. Good job keeping the good job keeping the show PG. Yeah, uh, we kinda kinda blew that for this episode. We'll yeah, have the, to put y'all have to put oh a warning God. label on it. Going, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> it's, change change it's, your terminology. <laughs> it's the old guy's turn. Yeah, the, it's usually Ryan. It's my turn. I, Yes. The load's all over the wall now. Oh. Uh, we apologize uh, to our viewer who made the request. That's, right. that's what makes the show so entertaining. You never know what's going to come out of our And mouths. we haven't even, we, we haven't had any alcohol either. Not like, you know, playing our sponsor Audacity, which is an amazing drinking game. Talk about that, ladies and gentlemen. They do have coming up next month, I believe, a game giveaway. Please check out their Facebook Audacity. We need more money out <laughs> <laughs> our one major sponsor we're not getting enough hey they're they're great people i talked to i, I talked to one of uh, one of the audacity people weekly they're they're awesome people i have no doubt about it um and anyone that's willing to put up with us and our yeah. show they've got to be great people right i mean they, they somebody needs a drinking game a little social lubricant to get yourself kind of really wondering how hammered you can get it's like it's going to be cussing a really bad joke hmm. you know because some episodes, if you, you talk about cussing, you're going to be absolutely knackered by the end of it. You're going to need a you're going to need a driver to get you to your bed. 
about dead air. No, nobody oh. had anything to say to that. Talk about alcohol. I, uh, James oh, James alcohol. brought up last week how you can import um, English oh, or yeah, Scot- the, Scottish the, whiskeys for, uh, for for no fee. I did recently re- read this year that exporting it to there, there's a cost. Really? They have, it's like they 25%. Have, yeah, they have tariffs on our oh, alcohol wow. going over there. So there were so. there were a lot of distillers apparently really pissed that they can you can get it in for cheap, but they didn't do it the other way around. Which I can understand. It, let's be honest; it's a that small. That goes country. on with every commodity. I don't yeah. care what it is. Maybe cars, the corn, to alcohol, to you know, one country have a tariff, another won't. Vice versa. It's just, it's just the world. Fine. I just I just thought it was funny that the fact that like you can get amazing alcohol for free. Never mind the American stuff. Just imagine. If they didn't have a tariff of our alcohol going over there, just imagine how we could flood that country. Because remember, they're a little island. It would, it, it would, there could literally be literally flood the country. We could literally <laughs> flood that country with. I could see. I know, could. I could see Johnny it. Walker. Or I can something. see it now. The great the 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 great whiskey uh, disaster. <laughs> yeah, it'd be in the newspaper. You know. Instead London, of, London drowned by American whiskey. That's right. Instead of oil tankers, we'll send it. We'll send whiskey tankers over there. It, it, it's like the story back in the day when that thing of molasses blew up and killed yeah, exactly. a bunch of people. Except yeah. it's going to be a giant barrel of whiskey. <laughs> so the, I can totally understand why England has a tariff. It makes perfect sense because they they wouldn't stand a chance. They however, would just flood it. However, London would be disinfected. Not that it doesn't need that. <laughs> finally. But, finally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe we should flood San Francisco with Russian vodka. Be nice and sparkly clean. No, our own. I'm not buying any Russian <laughs> vodka. It's going to be United American vodka. The real thing. The heck with this Russian stuff. <laughs> Shmirnoff. <laughs> wow okay if you gotta go for something do like uh there's was it tahoe vodka it's one that's made summer around us yeah it's actually pretty good stuff and i'm not a vodka fan uh, you know there's gray goose and there's all kinds of there's vodka for a while there and i don't know how recent but for a while there everybody was making a different vodka and it dan Aykroyd. It was, yeah, it was just the whole thing was vodka, vodka, vodka. I heard something funny about Grey Goose years ago that originally it was bottom of the shelf vodka and they could never sell it. So they just raised the price and all of a sudden it started flying off the shelves. I don't, that, I don't know if it's apocryphal or not. It, yeah. Isn't it interesting how you could take an item and it was something that was just a plain whatever in a grocery store and, and market it, just market it in a way that all of a sudden it becomes fantastic and the prices go and it could it literally just doesn't change i I have to be honest i really want to buy a bottle of crystal skull vodka it's dan Aykroyd's bottle just because it's a dan Aykroyd like alcohol and the dude's a nutter but i can't get myself to spend 90 dollars on a skull shaped vodka bottle it is yeah it's like 90 it's like last time i looked it was like 90 bucks but this was years ago so i don't know how much it is now i mean is it must be a collectible is it is it still being made yeah I used to see it all the time in Bevmo. Hmm. So, what did Dan Aykroyd have to do with it? He's in. Just I guess he was. I guess he was involved in the process. There's an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast where he's talking about all the stuff he's he did to the the vodka. Is oh, Joe okay. Rogan was rolling his eyes the whole time? Oh, so supposedly Dan's saying that he had. He's, hands he on. was hands on in it. Yeah, really. I wonder if we can get a 
See if you can get our producer to get him on our show. <laughs> that guy's already a recluse. I'm not sure. So like, he'll be like uh, the, the, the mad, the mad can't what? Can't get anybody. Huh? <laughs> we don't seem to be able to get anybody. No. Hey, hey, Dan. I was wondering, you know, hey, how about coming? If, if you're listening. Would you come and, on and just, yeah. yeah. I'll buy a bottle of Shut your up. alcohol. <laughs> Matter of fact, I guarantee if you come on our show, I'll see the latest Ghostbusters movie that's supposed to come out between now and five years from now. Well, you know, I just think that we just mentioned his, his vodka, how much his stock prices just rose because of us just mentioning it. Nope, didn't rise. It's not. I didn't say yeah, pulse. Take, uh, I didn't say percent of your net worth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just help help his stock. I'm yeah, actually that's we'll a take twenty five percent of that. I, I am actually curious in who actually makes that, or if it's old, if it's on his own. So research for next week. If I remember. If if you remember. This has been the most laid back, spacey episode because I, I'll be honest, I got like three hours of sleep last night. You, you know what? It started out as five hours, and then it went four hours. Now it's three hours. It's dramatic podcasting. Yeah, like, no you know. kidding. You Tomorrow's going to be no hours. Yeah. You didn't sleep at all. I didn't, didn't sleep at all. Wake up, sir. You know, if it wasn't for the massive amount of caffeine I drink on a daily basis, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I'd probably be asleep right now. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Coffee's, matter of fact, if anybody's out there listening, send me coffee. I'll tell you how amazing it is. As long as it's not instant. I'm willing to try it. No Folgers crap. Oof. Do not like Folgers instant coffee. So John really loves instant coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually for a while there drank it simply because it was so easy and quick. Yeah. <laughs> you would drink it, you know, and but it's not particularly great. You know, because... Oh, John, you know what drink I actually ran across the other day? I'm kind of scared balls. to ask. You oh, have a ball? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, fe- I was wandering through the store, uh, the the Bel Air or whatever down um, in Cameron Park, and I saw they had balls in like one of their display cases. I was kind of blown away. I hadn't seen that in at least 15 years. Did you, did you look it. at the expiration date? <laughs> it might have been original no, I stock. I didn't even buy any either. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to. Probably original stock. You look at that date. It was, you know. I, I, I bet if he was with anybody, they made that really bad joke that everybody makes once they see you how you're drinking balls. Uh-huh. They make a joke about fondling it. Oh, I was Boy, say, here we go. Say, so you like to taste the balls? We're back in. We're back into the blue sex section of. The, the this is the most well, the bottle is blue, Rob. It really is. <laughs> it's it's like a. And it's blue. It is. It is blue. Yeah. All right. Okay. I. So. Uh, <laughs> Sponsor's going to call us. It's like, hey, can you just scrub our name from that episode? So, what do you think about? Kamala Harris admitting that she smoked marijuana. <laughs> we started the show. <laughs> I actually think it's cool. I mean, because I'm, I, I, I actually think it needs to be legal. Because at this point, I think it's, it's, it's a farce to say it's a Schedule One na- narcotic. Which, if, if y'all aren't up on this, uh, that what Schedule means, basically, the United States federal government is saying marijuana is as lethal as heroin. Which I've never met mm-hmm. anybody who, who knows anybody who died from marijuana um the only thing marijuana is guilty of is giving you bad taste in food and movies so i I, i'm yeah and people i'm I'm hoping that they make it legal because they should the fact it's i mean it's legal in canada straight through you know uh 
in law enforcement, we never never worried about stoners ever holding up banks. <laughs> I mean, the fact maybe is, an occasional roundtable. You know, they they didn't usually do armed robbery or. No, I, I could see a pizza place. Dude, give me some of those crazy sticks and her bread things. So, uh, you know, I just prefer her saying that she did rather than saying I did, but I did not inhale. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't inhale. So, you know what? I have absolutely <laughs> no problem. Here's, here's, here's what we, the fact that what brought this to my mind and why I was even bringing it up is the fact that the blue balls, the white, the white house was. <laughs> was letting go staffers that they initially picked because they admitted through oh. the, the, you know, the background checks and everything. They admitted that, yeah, I smoked marijuana in college or I smoked marijuana, whatever, whatever. And they were being let go. Okay. So huh. here comes, here comes Kamala coming out and, and during her campaign when she was running for president saying, yes, I smoked marijuana in college. So now we have the Biden administration being hypocritical in that the vice president admitted, it, admitted yeah. that she did smoke it, and yet they're letting all these staffers go simply because they had. Didn't mean that they are currently under the influence or smoking yeah. or have anything to do with it. It's just like their hypocrisy is what is going to really kill me with this administration. I'll, I'll be honest. I actually kind of like Kamala a little bit more because she said she was a stoner. Now, the question is... Oh, she didn't say she was a stoner. She just said she did smoke marijuana. Now, didn't, she didn't say if she did it once, twice, five times, a hundred times. The point was she just came out and said she so did. So, let's, let, 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 let's be honest. Now, let's, you're going to talk about the previous administration. How many people there were smoking weed? Because you know you know what some of the press secretaries were, you know, were outside the backside of the White House going, oh, this guy's not, you know... I think you'd have to be stoned to deal with Trump. I, I, I think it's cool because I think what it is doing is I think it's making it more, more open. I think it's, I mean, the, the hypocrisy of it is, is it's standard. That's the it's, problem. It's standard. Well, the problem is you're, you're playing to somewhat of their, 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 the more conservative base. I mean, let's be honest. I, um, I know, but I, I think they're going to have to, if they came out as the progressive in this competition right because i don't i don't even want to call it an election because in <clears> some <throat> respects it was you know one side beating the other side trying to get you know their story so you well, know he's 80 years old he's never been pro-weed probably not if, i mean if, it, it, I, I it, I it wasn't in his generation so. and i guarantee if something unfortunately happens with him in the next four years that kamala will be that'll be on the list of things because as somebody who is the AG of California, it made her made her life easier because she didn't have to arrest people for stupid, you know, for stupid things. Because marijuana, you know, getting caught with weeds a stupid arrest unless you're talking about pounds of it. So the the only thing that I've I've ever thought about on on legalizing marijuana is that. There has there have been some studies stated that chronic marijuana smoking can damage and has damaged people. It, so does chronic drinking. It crystallizes the liver. I don't disagree with it. It doesn't mean that, you know, we tried prohibition once, didn't work. Don't think we're going to try that again. So, but the, so the problem is, is when you legalize something, in a sense, you're telling the government is saying, it's okay, go ahead and, and, and you're safe. 
you're safe to use it now. And that and that's the little caveat. That's the problem with making something legal. I think the cat's out of the bag a little bit, at least for 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 the states that it's in. Like, because I remember back in the day when everybody realizes all you had to do is if you were you were a, you were a guy, you'd say, you know, I'm having sleeping problems. If you're a woman, you would say, I'm having. Uh, really bad PMS. That's as literally easy as it was for people I know who got their their green card. Um, so I I think the cat's out of the bag a little bit because I the people I know smoked a ton of it and now they're just like whatever it's weed you know I'll smoke a little bit on the weekends. Now the question is on other states where it's not like Texas where they're still arresting us. So there's still going to be some of it, but I think everything settles down because the blooms off the rose. Yeah, I don't I. I, I don't know. I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is I understand po- both points of legalizing it and not legalizing it. You know, so I, I understand the problem on the federal level, whereas, you know, you, you go ahead and you say, all right, I, I don't think it's legalization so much as decriminalization. I think if we make it where it's not something where you'll be arrested and so, you say, so back, let's if we if we go back into the the seventies and the eighties when the discussion first started happening, one of the things that was brought up is that why don't we uh, regulate it like uh, cigarettes? Because we could regulate it, we could tax it. The, the government could probably pay off. I've been saying that since the discussion sure, started on marijuana. Sure, a lot of us ha- have been. And, you know, our, our debt could be paid off by the taxes alone. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure if I like the cigarette argument as much, mainly because if you pay attention, like the state of New York, where they get more money to sift from cigarettes than Philip Marlowe does. I, so what? Uh, no, you, I, have I, you looked at your what you pay per gallon of your gas and how much of that's taxed? Well, yes, I know. I'm saying that the prob- so, the problem is, is I don't think it'll work because weed is such an easy thing to grow. The problem's going to be then you're going to have revenuers and you're just going to. Inc- so I, I think I think because of the way that how easy it is to make weed, you're going to have to balance it out with reality. So the reality is, is you still allow the home grow. All right, if you want to grow for personalized use. Go for it. You can get like I think six plants. Six plants. Seven if you have a card. So I, uh, you know, all right. So and you know, grow your own, and you could grow enough probably. The I have no idea. It depends on how much you, you smoke, obviously. But so and that's fine. But I think if you went with the model of cigarettes, we know that cigarettes at this stage will kill you. Right, just just like you know, you smoke enough cigarettes, you're going to die of lung cancer. You drink enough alcohol, you're going to die of liver cancer. You smoke enough marijuana, and God only knows what's going to kill you. So right? you eat enough sweets, it's going to get a diabetes yeah. and kill you. Why not treat candy like cigarettes? You have to be over eighteen to get it because it, the, okay. it, there's no psychological or physical impairment with eating candy. Uh, I used to work at Walmart. I disagree. So you're telling me if you ate 10 pounds of candy, you're, you're, psychologically your brain's going to go crazy and you're going to go out and hold up a liquor store. I, I would say cigarettes are, I, I, I would say, I would say eating candy and sugar and sweets is almost more dangerous at this point than, than cigarettes. There's a definite greater societal cost. Uh, all right. But my point is there is a difference between the effect of eating sugar and smoking marijuana. You know, you get impaired. You smoke enough <laughs> marijuana to a certain degree, you're going to be impaired. 
I don't care what it is. And, and, and law enforcement has a problem with that because with alcohol, we've got a little breathalyzer you can stick in their mouth and blow in this thing, and we know if you've had too much. At this point, as far as I know, and there's a number of companies trying to develop this, they're trying to come up with some portable way of being able to tell if somebody has smoked so much marijuana, they're impaired. Oh, there's a test for that. Well, there's a blood but, test. For no, no, that. no. Two things. Either yeah. give them an option of, of watching, swab too. watch them like 30, yeah. 30 second clip of Cheech and Chong <laughs> or make them take, take a, a bite of a hot pocket. If they laugh at one or enjoy the other, they're stoned. Am I wrong, James? I'm buying you a case of Hot Pockets and just dropping it out of your door. They're gross, dude. <laughs> James, don't waste your money. I know, money. you love them. <laughs> uh, but you see what I'm saying? You see the difference in this whole thing? There, there, there's the problem with the argument. And um, I don't want, no more than I want a person that is so drunk out on the roads driving then I want somebody that's so stoned out on the roads driving. Well, they're, they're actually having the problem here. In Cal they're that. having the problem in California where the taxes are so high on weed that they're actually creating a black market. So now they're realizing they have to be careful. So that's why I said the argument with cigarettes doesn't work because it's easier to grow weed than tobacco. Um, and it, you can grow tobacco in your backyard. I, I would say more. I know more people who know how to grow marijuana and and how to tell the difference between male and female plants than tobacco. Okay, so 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 I understand that that argument. You're right, but and that and that is has been the argument against doing the cigarette model with with marijuana. So then you go to the alcohol because alcohol has to be licensed and regulated and taxed as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a hybrid of both. Is it, it, it comes up with that that that's needed? Um, I, I do think I, I do think though you're gonna have to know. you're gonna have to figure out the diminishing modular turns and the point of the point the but point. But I'm of talking taxes. on legal. I'm going beyond just. I'm not arguing with what you're talking about because there's always a black market, just like there is a there's still a black market for alcohol. Well, yeah, no, the, the, all right, yeah. So it, it's still out there. My point is, is the federal government, if the federal government was the day to come out and say, all right, marijuana is legal, period. To what? Now, now you got to make, you can't just say, all right, everybody can have 10 tons uh, or kilos or whatever you want to call it in your backyard of marijuana and say, okay, that's perfectly fine. And them not being a distributor. So you, there's a whole series of things that you got to make up as far as the law goes. It just can't flip a switch and say, okay, today it's illegal, tomorrow it's legal. Because th there's all these things that you're going to have to do. And it's societal. So I think we're getting to that point. Colorado, right. if I understand correctly, from like sapling, seedling, whatever you call baby weed plants. Um, <laughs> baby it's, weed plants. I it's, like it's that. Tracked, um, <laughs> it's basically tracked from growth to store. Every 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 plant is is tracked. There's a tag on it. They know where it oh, goes. So for, you're talking about for now. The, this is Colorado, where it's 100 percent legal, but everything's tracked. It's 100 percent. Wait a minute. It's legal in Cal. It's legal in Colorado and other states. So where, you mean the cartel can come into Colorado and distribute as much marijuana as they want? Now, how are they following the black market part of that? It's legal until you get caught. <laughs> Um, no, so the, it's, it's, so what they do, so to legally do it, to legally do it, 
they track all the plants and it's entered into a database and all that knows from, if I remember the, from what I saw on like nightly news, it goes from, from the place it was grown at to the store, to the government, you know, fine. So that in some respects, that's the cigarette model and alcohol and alcohol. the same way. Yeah. So, but you're still, I bet, I guarantee you, they still have a black market on it going on and it's probably bigger than ever. The story I heard, it wasn't so much there, like, because they couldn't, the, 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 the people who were selling illegally were selling harder drugs because nobody wants, because weed is so cheap. The neighboring states actually had the bigger issue because everybody was going to Colorado and buying uh, a, a weed to bring it into their state. Yeah, okay, because so that it's was, legal at one state yeah, doesn't make it legal that was in the issue. State. That was the issue last time I heard Colorado was having, which right. is a positive side because then you can, you then you could really throw the, the, the book at these people who are selling hardcore drugs. Instead of giving people life sentences for weed, give them a life sentence for heroin, meth, you know, actual drugs that are, I, I would say, a true danger to society. I don't know that states today are doing what they used to do with marijuana, you know, unless, of course, you're caught with such a large amount. Uh, you know, personal use, whatever it may be, an ounce. Yeah, I think in California, it's like on you, like out in the public, I think you get caught with an under ounce, and I think you're fine. It's a ticket. I think. And I, that, that may be, you know, for most of the country, some states excluded, but, but I bet for most of the country it goes that same way too. But just simply because they got too many other things to prosecute and arrest people for than to deal with the minor use of something like that. And I wish we found this topic before, but, but before we just went 12 yeah. minutes over. Before we ran out of time. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. quick question. If you care about weed, if it's your favorite thing, if it's your if it's your version of the American pastime. Email John. Let us know. Or if you hate marijuana, let us know on our social media feeds. Um, any final words? No, I, I've said everything I can say for the day. James? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's weak. <laughs> so, uh, well, this was fun. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. For the California yeah. pariah, for the fat man and the old guy, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.